Good evening, you. everyone. We're <laughs> we're here. We're starting now because it's late as hell. Uh, hi, this is I'm Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I'm joined by Bob. That's you. Thank you so I'm much, here Bob. Here again. We're here again. We're back. Um, we're all alive. Everything's fine. My cat has medicine. Uh, <laughs> my cat's breath smells like cat food. Um, and uh, you have there no you go. idea. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> cat cat medicine is the worst story ever. Yeah. Nobody wants to deal with that. No, and we don't want to hear about it because it's no, about comic books. Because it's about comic books, and but there are no, no good week. comic books about that. Uh, except for three. Uh, I don't know. There's a pretty solid. I mean, I don't know if it's I mean, about cat medicine. Probably but there's a cat comic book. I mean, for probably sure. three keys. We've none. Neither of us have read it, so we could say that it's probably about cat medicine. Well, yeah, and then there's the. Um, what's that? Everything sucks. That's about cats. <laughs> oh, it is. That's true. That's a good point. It's yeah, got a Michael, glittery cover. Michael Sweater of famous for uh, sweaters. For <laughs> famous for the uh, please kill my enemies uh, patch and pin that oh. we sell a bajillion of. <laughs> nice. Uh, yes. Cool. Yeah. And several other things. It was also the name of his his little comic collection that was very funny. <laughs> um, we'll get to that. But first, let's talk about uh, three keys that we don't know anything about. Uh, it exists. It's about cat medicine. <laughs> We've decided. We're, we're just gonna say it's about cat medicine. <laughs> Uh, and also, Gabapentin. I guess it's actually listed this week for some reason, but you know what? Uh, Akira, the 35th anniversary book set. Oh. This is that hardcover $200. So hard. Oh my God, it's so good. It comes with patches and just oh, cool. like everything. It comes with one of the uh, bad for learning, good for whatever, the, the pill patch nice. from uh, the jacket and all that shit. It's such a good set, and it's the only way you're going to get Akira in hardcover in the U.S. Huh. It's just, uh, one of my friends bought it and basically sent me photos of it all folded out with all the parts in it, and it is just one of the most beautiful collections of comics I've ever seen in my life. Wow. And I stop myself from buying it almost every day that I'm here. <laughs> I'm just like, no, not now. Anyway, uh, let's talk about a comic that is new that I very much enjoy, which is Art Brute. Ooh, yeah. I love that. There's two variants for this There's, one, but that Campbell Soup variant, that Warhol one, oh, man, that's my shit. I, I, that. I, I like the Warhol one. I, I like the horror cover as well. The the Je ne sais pas un comic book cover. Well, I like that one. There's also there's also a Scream. There's a Munch's The Scream, oh, wow. but it's actually just a skull being with <laughs> gore and stuff being pulled oh, off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the main cover. Uh, that is the B cover, oh, unfortunately. Really? The, Interesting. The, the can is the main cover, and then the... The Cicene, can is the main cover? Yeah, the huh. Cicene Puzzle Peep uh, cover is the C cover. Magritte. It should be called the, the M cover. <laughs> Magritte. Uh, Magritte brings all the boys to the yard, <laughs> and they're like, Cicene Puzzle and Peep, and I'm like, Cicene Puzzle and Peep. Uh, that's it. Pause and pum. That's all. Cine that's all comic book. Uh, that's the man who mistook his wife for a hat cover. Yes. Yes. There we go. Uh, Avengers Forever fourteen. It's got a big glowy ju- juggernaut on it. It's a Doctor Doom. Oh, is it? Uh, so he's gained a little weight. That's it's fine. A planet. It's okay. Oh, of okay. Doctor Doom. I see. Yes, <laughs> actually, I will say, uh, in the favor of Avengers, what's it called? Avengers Assemble, Avengers Forever, or something. <laughs> Avengers Forever, yes. Avengers Forever. It is getting more cohesive oh, as nice. it goes. Uh, this one had even some a little emotional stakes, a little Ooh, nice sad war moment uh, with all of the Captain Americas, basically all of the various multiversal uni- units of each hero team up as one team. So there's like a team of Thors and a team of Caps and a team of Iron Mans and like Iron Man arguing with himself is oddly entertaining. Um, nice. I don't know. I mean, fine. this this book has been very well written from the beginning, so. Yeah, I had har- a harder time following it as it went, but now I find that as it's culminating, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, I kind of get what's going on. Um, the only problem I have with this book is that every time I look at it, it fucking rickrolls my brain. I don't know why. Avengers forever never <laughs> Avengers forever with Thank you. you. Thank you Sorry. so much for Every that. Every no, fucking I... time I look at it, it just go, runs through my head on a loop. 
Fantastic. Now it it will do that to you. Look forward to that happening to me forever. Okay, perfect. And ever. Uh, Batgirls 15. Oh, man. This is good. Really? Yeah. It was like a holy shit. Like, I was reading, I was like, holy shit, holy shit. And then. Really? Oh, wow. I have not been paying attention to this book at all. So basically, uh, I don't know. It's Stephanie Brown. It's Stephanie Brown's dad is the clue master, and he was dead, but now he's back. And the storyline has been that she's been kidnapped, and like some shit goes down in this one. Uh, But the last two issues were drawn by Jonathan Case, who did. Uh, is an amazing artist, like an amazing artist, and I love the Jorge Corona, the ra- the main yep. artist on this. But he's been off it for a little bit, or they've been off it for a little bit. I don't know anything about them, and um, and then the this arc has been split between the Jonathan Case and this guy Neil Googe, who is also really good. Uh, he's done some Wildstorm stuff mm. over the years, um, and that's who drew this one. But um, but yeah, it was like I was genuinely like whoa holy shit in this one and then nice i won't say anything else okay cool uh that's that's awesome i mean this book has been very popular so i it's good it threw me with the art style for a little while it just was it was so like the coloring was sort of distracting on it sure but if i was like really invested in the characters and i really cared about the story which wasn't really I've never really been a huge fan of Stephanie Brown. Not really, oh. not really my bag as a character mm. for the spoiler run. Because I read that original run, and she was made out to be a total turd in that original run. I guess they redeemed her at some point that I missed out on, but she was just dumb. She was in just what, like what original run are you referring to? When she was Batgirl, and then she fucked everything up. She was like, "Well, I just uh, I thought that it might be cool yeah. to set all of your uh, your contingency plans in order so that I could prove that I'd be a really good Batgirl." And so she, or Robin, I guess at the time, whatever yeah. she was doing, and she basically let loose one of one of the big uh, end of the world contingency plans that Batman had in the, in the bat computer or whatever. Well, but that storyline was that basically like Batman was the dick because he set her up to fucking do that shit. And then she died and then they brought her back, but like yeah. she died and like, it was like, and she, and basically like it was revealed later on. She that died in that because I remember her getting bitched out for it. She became, I remember her getting fired. Is she, what I remember yeah, she run. did get fired, but she was still operating as Robin. And, um, th- it was revealed that Batman only did that so that he could get, cause Tim had quit and he was oh. like, I'm going to get Tim to come back by hiring his girlfriend to be Robin. And oh, then, Jesus but then Christ. she died. I missed all of that nonsense. She got beat to death by like some shitty batman villain and i don't i don't know how they like basically it was so like radically unpopular that they were like immediately like oh actually she didn't die here she's alive again holy shit yeah and then they brought her and straight up fridged her great and and then she was going dc spoiler again for a while and then and i actually do think like as much as like i'm fine with her as batgirl i think spoiler is a cool i agree like, I, I just, I like the idea that. of, like, somebody, like, it was her dad was a shitty crook, yeah. and she was like, I'm going to fuck his crimes up. Yep. And that's my good guy angle, is, like, I'm just going to, like, go to the good guys. and I mean, basically, right. she's, like, the narc and not the spoiler, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but whatever. But, I mean, and and it's a no-brainer to start a series called Spoiler Alert. Come on. hey Come on, do it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So cool. I'm glad it's I'm glad it's going well. Um, yeah, this was a good, this was actually probably the best issue of the last few months. I liked it. All right, we got Batman and Scooby Doo mysteries. <laughs> We've got a gang of biker mice, not from Mars, and they're actually rats. I'm sorry, and they're stealing bicycles. Yeah, and uh, Cassandra Kane is co-starring in this one. Is that Cassandra Kane? No, it's uh, uh, no, this one is uh, is Bat Kate Woman. Kane. Kate Kane, that's Batwoman, who- but it also has Kathy Kane, the original Batwoman. Yes, that's sort right. Of, that's in a flashback. It- okay, whatever. This oh, I thought it was weird. It is very weird. Uh, okay, we've got... So this week, we do have Batman Beyond the White Knight, the last issue. Sean is in New Hampshire right now. He'll be back on Friday, and he'll sign everything. So we don't have anything signed right now. So if you buy it now, you're buying it unsigned. But uh, by Friday, I'll fix it up, and you can get it signed if you want it. And that's the deal. Uh, that's why we don't have the variants on the website. They look like they're sold out, but we just didn't. We just took the inventory off. That coveted Superman variant. I know. Jesus. That's going for crazy money. I, I am s- sure. Do you know there's surprised. whole websites that are all about like speculating on variant covers? I'm not surprised. It's fucking crazy. Like I like 
I don't know. Whatever. I'm not going to go down that road. But no. I was like not impressed. Don't go down that road. Not rod. Road. Mm-hmm. You go road. down that road. I'm not going there. <laughs> anyway. Ground there, there is sour. <laughs> don't go down that road. Gallagher's Corners. <laughs> down in Gallagher's Corners. Potatoes. That's all. Just <laughs> potatoes. Uh, Batman Beyond Neo Year. Uh, it just says Neo Year. Is that it? Sure. Okay. Uh, the trade paperback is out. Oh, and before I go any further, because I know that people tend to tune out before the end, I'm going to plug my Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, yeah, hey, everybody. Uh, if you're listening to this and you like to go do Kickstarters, check out Self Made Man by me and Hugo Petrus. It is a Lovecraftian horror uh, about capitalism set in the, <laughs> in the 30s. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. Nice. Read it. Okay. I'm going to back it. Yay. I haven't yet. I'm back sorry. That, back that ass up. I slacked and back. I, ba- <laughs> Slack, I slacked my back in. Slacking on my back in. Uh, and so, yes, please, please check it out. If that is a thing that you are interested in and you have some extra bucks to throw at it, do that. I would appreciate it. Gunna. We're like can't stop me 40 percent at this point and it's been like 12 hours no actually it's more like 20 hours now yeah so i did it late last night because i was like okay i'm just gonna fucking do this and i just threw everything together wicked fast because i was like this is gonna kick me in the ass to actually get this thing published because i'm i wasn't gonna make physical copies otherwise it's been sitting for over a year and so i'm just like okay because it was supposed to go to uh to black caravan they were supposed to do this whole thing where it was like, Dark Black Caravan presents me doing a thing, and it was going to be like a thing, and uh, then they uh, decided to not be a thing anymore, and uh, so now I'm doing it myself. Nice. I'm going to be one of those sisters that's doing it for myself. Yes. Take the reins. Yes. That is the plan. And hopefully I get to do more of these, because I have a few other uh, unfinished properties that I'm thrown around that would make nice horror one shots so yeah if anybody cares about this thing then maybe i'll do more awesome anyway batman is incorporated now best issue of this comic so far so is this an llc or is this uh uh you know speaking of uh, speaking of uh things that you hear when you hear the title i hear the metallica song damage incorporated of course batman incorporated Incorporated. Um, no it's fine it's it's a little confusing in terms of like there's now like a bad guy batman incorporated of bat characters that are bad they're bad guys they're bad bad guys uh and they look like (laughs) they're bat bad guys but and then there's but like some of the newer i don't know i just i like batman japan a lot he needs a name but like i like batman japan and they got like japan is such a great name though because of the big i love his like sash yeah I i love his design it's like so good I love Big Man Japan, so I was nice. a, I was a fan of oh, the play on great, words yeah. Yeah. of Batman Japan. Yeah, Batman Japan. I like. There's a new wolf guy that's like a Nordic Batman that I like. Mm. Um, he's got a weird costume design that I would. I'm interested to see someone else draw it because I'm really not sure how it's supposed to look. Um, he's but, probably uh, constantly having to tell people there's, he's not there's a Nazi, also like a but he's red actually Nordic. <laughs> it's like, like no 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 the runes and all that no it's not it's like literally called, runes. He's I'm called Gray Wolf. Uh, there's like a there's like a red guardian guy that's like a bat guy, but he's one of the bad Batman. Mm. I don't know. It was it was fine. I don't like Ghost Man, Ghost Maker, Go- Ghostface Killer. I like Ghostface Killer. Um, I'm a fan, but no, it's like there's this guy Ghost Maker, and he was introduced by James Tinian. Yeah, no, I, I I'm not a fan. And either. he was like basically a Batman who killed. And then now he's like promised not to kill anyone for Batman and he runs Batman Incorporated. But I'm kind of just like, why would you have a guy without bat in his name running Batman Incorporated? I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is Batman Incorporated is run by Ghost Man. I'm like, no, put Batman Japan in charge. The ghost who bats. Yeah, um, I uh, don't I don't know. Also, Chief Man of Bats hasn't been in it very much. And yeah. he's a, another favorite of mine. Like I really they, they've gotten a little too far away from the. Yeah, like Club the, of Heroes, the Grant Morrison, Morrison thing, but also the classic Club of Heroes, yeah. you know, from, sure. from the Silver Age. Anyway, I agree. Blah, um, blah, blah. It blah. was relatively enjoyable. I didn't hate it. Well, Batman has some adventures. Season three, number two. Those sure are pretty does. good. Um, we've got uh, Batman of the Dark Knight Detective Volume 7 out. I have no idea what that is. I think it's Kelly Jones stuff, if I'm not mistaken. Sure. Um, 
We've got the Captain America Sentinel of Liberty trade paperback as well. Cool. Captain Marvel number 46 is out this week. I am they're not fighting. They're, she's fighting the brood. Also, the X-Men That's are right. also fighting the That's brood. That's right. That fucking brood story that was really awesome. Yeah, it's cool. I really liked it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's way lost. better than the X-Men brood story. Yeah. It's also going on at the same time. I'm like, brood, mm. Jesus Christ, you're fucking everywhere. Hey, why not? I mean, I guess so. They're an alien race. Uh, There's probably a lot of them. Cherish is the word I use to <laughs> describe <laughs> the Dynamite series Cherish, uh, which the number four issue is out uh, right now. How about that? Sounds great. That's <laughs> that's how I do things. Yes. Uh, Danger Street, number three of 12. Uh, Where are we at? Where are we at? I haven't well, read this. Is it any good? Is it? It, it? This issue is literally called Metamorpho. They did a Ramona Fredon cover. Do they cover. sing the Metamorpho song? No, he's not in the comic. Oh. At all. Okay, so they're just intentionally trying to And I'm to sorry to off. sound like Seinfeld, but like it's like so the the, the pastiche <laughs> Where are the-, <laughs> the pastiche of this is that each issue is named after the hero that was so like its first issue special was the series. Yeah, yeah. There's however many issues. Oh, I see. Yeah, and yeah, the first right. issue had and so the first issue is called Atlas because oh, Atlas was the first I issue. Get it. The third issue was Metamorpho. This one's called Metamorpho. Metamorpho is not in the right. fucking comic. He's on the cover, the very right. cover, whatever. But um, I don't know. I, okay. That said, I'm not like I get it. They're just sticking to the thing. I mean, listen, if you're gonna write like, the story, don't write it around what number the character appeared in the original series. Or if you're gonna do it, like craft the story so mm-hmm. that it like works in that way. But like this issue is like Codename Assassin and uh, Manhunter and the Dingbats and like <laughs> Lady Cop. And I just like okay, but it's called Metamorpho. It says Metamorpho on the cover. He's on the variant cover. Like Lady Cop is still literally like you. (laughs) Danger Street number three, book three, Metamorpho. I hope Lady Cop meets up with Lady Doctor at some point, Uh, or Lady Tron. She has the she has the amazing powers of a doctor. But she's a lady somehow. You know, and lady scientist as well. Where it's like, wait, you're a scientist, but you're also a lady. It's yeah. only a little bit dated. <laughs> it's, I mean, cop I, 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 I'm not a, and as we know, anyone who's listened to this, I am far from a Tom King apologist, no. but like he did come up he with did. a way it to was like fucking clever. I mean, right. obviously the original concept is totally sexist right, and he did find a way to like kind of make it work. And also she is definitely the best character in yeah, the fucking yeah. comic. No, it's true. I actually thought that was brilliant as well. I so. 100% back Tom King's play on that. That was very smart. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, there is Daredevil and Electra Volume 1, The Red Fist Saga. Uh, that's just the most recent series. Sounds gross. <laughs> it does sound gross, actually. Uh, Daredevil Epic Collection, The Man Without Fear. Uh, he's like a man without fear, I think. Yes. Not to uh, be confused with Green Lantern, the also man without fear. Yeah, but this this guy's got less fear. Like, I mean, both of them are without fear. I don't know about that. It always baffled me with Amalgam that they mixed Green Lantern and Iron Man together instead of Green Lantern and Daredevil, but, you know, whatever. I know. Uh, that Iron Lantern was pretty cool. That, that actually was pretty cool. So we also have the Mego Flashpoint Batman, which is pretty great. The Thomas mm-hmm. Wayne Batman. Yes. He has stubble. <laughs> he does, which is pretty funny on a Mego figure. Yeah. And also the Mego Red Sun Superman, which yes. is also pretty great. Man, you could have some epic battles with the uh, Mego style figures you have in this store. <laughs> it would be yes, pretty cool. Very true, especially because most of them are horror figures. Yeah, so totally. Be... I was like Red Sun versus Mummy. Like... Um, why not? Great. Come on. Or oh, no, Candyman. You have Candyman. Candy you have Candyman. Candy yep. Oh, wait. I just said Candyman three times. We're fucked. Uh, you need to be looking in a mirror. Uh, I am looking at plexiglass. Oh, that is a reflective surface, but I can't see myself I, I in it. I don't know. Is that like you need to say Candyman like six or seven times? Maybe? Say it at least nine times. Okay. Uh, so Dead Lucky number six is out. Apparently people are still reading this book. It's cool. I don't know anything about it. Don't yuck there. Yum. Uh, door to door, night by night. Oh yeah. 
is a book that people this like. This is the one that looks like it says Door Night by Door Night to Door Night. Yeah, <laughs> Door Night to Door Night. Uh, yeah, in fact, people are uh, requesting it. I actually had people asking me when it was coming out, so it is. <laughs> it is more popular than I give it credit for. And honestly, Vault has been doing very well lately. Yeah, like pretty much Vault series are kind of like. I think they're they're doing about ninety percent hits. Unlike Boom like. Studios, their paper doesn't smell bad. Yeah, and unlike <laughs> Boom Studios, they're on an upswing, whereas Boom is on a downswing. It feels mm. like Boom has made more mistakes lately than they have in like their whole career. I'll see that, but counter it with Pink Lemonade Number Five is probably the best comic sure. book I've read in the last three months. Sure, it's great. It's I so fucking absolutely good. loved it, but. That said, outlier. It is an outlier, and they are they they have been they have been fucking up a little bit. Holy but. shit! Pink lemonade number five is good though. <laughs> it's God true. Damn. I literally like choked up reading it. Like, and I, it's not a thing that happens to me with comic books. It was also because of my like my week with like my, my cat. I think that might be of, it too. <laughs> it, no, in general, it, it, it's a good. It's a really yeah, well crafted yeah. comic. Um, it just happens to be about um a woman trying to save the memories of an orange juice powered robot. I mean, if you if that doesn't make you cry, I don't know what will. <laughs> if it doesn't I make mean, you want to buy a copy of it, it's like I don't know. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's OJ Bot is like absolutely my favorite character right now. I mean, if if there's anything that's gonna make me sad, it's like a sad robot story. Oh, oh yeah, well this God. one is like a, he's got fucked by a corporation too. Ugh. It's like like literally Come the on. corporation is just like I don't know. It's in in number five like they they work through his media history and yep. so but like the way the guy nick cagnetti who does the comic um does it it's like and we didn't get to talk about this when it came out because i was i wasn't we, we didn't have a podcast but um he does like every era of like it's like basically imagine mickey mouse like something with like the pedigree yeah. of mickey mouse that goes back to the 30s he does like every like every era of the character gets like one little tiny moment and it's like they do like gumby they do like <laughs> scooby-doo they do it, it, it's amazing it's amazing amazing how much work yeah. w- went into that comic so it's, good it's a great comic it really is yeah. and um, the series overall is good yes uh eight billion genies number seven. Oh man the part where the the genie fist bumps the moon is one of my favorite moments of this uh this week of comics <laughs> It's pretty good. Stuff. It's pretty good, and also that moon is so stupid looking. I love it. I love Ryan Brown. Um, anyway, we also have great. Eve, Children of the Moon. Oh, Speaking of the there's devil. no moon fist bumping in no, this one. Actually, no. I don't know. I didn't read it. There is everything sucks. All cats go to hell. It's I shiny. love this book. It's great. Yeah, it's cool. It's really fun. This would be the, like a Adventure Time kind of fan. Yeah, book. this is like if you're a fan of Adventure Time, maybe. Yeah, like this is a Michael guy. Sweater book. It's uh, another Silver Sprocket joint. You're gonna if you like Silver Sprocket stuff and you like Michael Sweater, you're gonna love it. Yeah. Um, you got Fantastic Four number four. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty I, good. I like what's going on with Fantastic Four. I do too. And when I say pretty good, I mean excellent for a Fantastic Four comic. Pretty good for a random comic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Fantastic Four has been not great <laughs> for a while, and like this, this the Fantastic Four reboot, I guess if you want to call it that, whatever. The last four issues, I have fucking loved. So. Yeah, I like it. It's nice to read a smart character written by somebody who is also smart. Yes. It does take yeah, a yeah. little bit of like wrapping your head around some of the shit they're talking about every once in a while, but like there's a heart to it. Yeah, you know, Ryan North is More a great so writer. Than Hickman. Oh, I like this better than Hickman, and I like it better than Slot. Um, but I'm I think, also oh, I like, like it a, more than Slot. But I still think Hickman was like just Hickman's, Hickman's run wasn't bad. Hickman's run was brilliant, but lacked heart because he is so Hickman is so smart, and the big overarching concepts of say hollowing out a dead Galactus and using him as an interdimensional ship. You know, things of that nature are like so wonderfully bizarre and 
big. The the thing with Hickman is that I really only like his creator-owned stuff because that's the only stuff he does that has weight because like he can have all these ideas for X-Men and Fantastic yeah. Four and Avengers and all this stuff, and it's these plans, and you know you're in for this fucking ridiculous five-year fucking, you know, like they right. just keep coming yeah. out, and they don't like, and they don't make sense unless you read them as trades. And like, and it was too much for X-Men. I, I will now admit this, that it his Hickman's plan was too much. I think it worked for Fantastic Four because it was such a simple. It, it was, was such a simple, self-contained world. Yeah, I, it did. X Men is so big that it really just it was too much. I mean, I think it, I would have been fine with it if they still acted like X Men. It's just sure. like they just. I mean, we'll talk about it when we get to X, but like, Jesus, they're fucking assholes. Like, uh, except X- for Storm for some yes. reason, who was acting like an asshole, but now isn't for yeah. some reason. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, we have uh, a really great one shot from Aftershock who are still somehow in business. Uh, a Foulness in the Walls by Cullen Bunn. This would be a very good like um, night gallery yes. episode. Yeah, it of. really is. It is. I loved it. I thought it's this good. was a great Creepy. single issue horror comic. It definitely delves into some some like, you know, some pretty sad issues. Uh, and was maybe not a bummer, but like was uh, it was a bummer. Okay, fine. It was a fucking <laughs> bummer. You're right. Uh, it was a bummer, uh, but it was a really well written book, and uh, I was like, I was compelled through the whole thing. I definitely was like, yeah. I was there for the whole thing. Definitely, it's very very readable, and the not... art was very clear and yeah. good storytelling, and just dark and creepy. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? At a time when I'm trying to plow through books, I definitely did not. I I slowed down and read this thing cover to cover, and was very glad that I did. Uh, but but well, this fucking thing keeps fucking up, so I'm going to have to go to another computer. I don't know. What does it say on stopping? the wall? What, on the what? what? What does it say on the wall that we have over there? On the, the wall? Comic books that we need to talk about. Oh, oh, what are we? Oh, so we're still recording. Okay, I thought you stopped it. So if we're going foulness of the walls, the next one is grim. And the issue number is, I mean, whatever it is, number eight. Grim number eight. Okay, Grim there we go. Eight. Now I'm on my computer. This uh, this iPad apparently cannot handle this many images and keeps shutting down. Well, you were time. looking at your computer, and I thought you were looking at the wall behind uh, no. me. And I'm like, <laughs> is there some kind of computer monitor I'm ignorant of? Spooky. Um, no, yeah, I no. We're at, we're at Grim, which is a good uh, good series that I like. And Gunslinger Spawn, number 17, is out. Still slaying. Hexware, number three, is out. I did finally read this because though you asked me last time if I had read it, and I yes. was like, oh, I should know what's happening with Hexware. I still don't know what happened yeah. with it. It's, uh, I read the first issue, and I was like, I have no fucking clue It's like clue a neon witch techno. Yeah, but, like, it, nothing happened in that first issue. It yeah, no, felt... it's not. I, I could tell from page one that it wasn't something right. I was going I, to enjoy. Was but, like, that doesn't mean it's it bad. I just, like, it's not going to be a thing I want. Word to read up. Uh, House of Slaughter number twelve. Slaughter. We've got Hulk number twelve continuing to be not very good. It's better than when Donny Cates was writing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean uh, Stegman is definitely doing a better job than Donny Cates was. It's like uh, yeah, like it's operating from the plan, but it's like it took him like the last issue was the first one he did without Cates. And it made a little bit of sense. This one makes a little bit more sense. It's still fucking ridiculous. Right. But it is, it's, it's interesting. Just get that to the like, point where Hulk is yeah. doing Hulk shit again. Hulk shit. Uh, spaceship Hulk. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> uh, also, they need to stop forever with his dad being the bad guy. Like, God. fuck it. I read Immortal Hulk, you guys. Like, that's where it ended with his that dad. Was, you didn't that... need to immediately bring his dad back as like a douchebag, like cybernetic villain. This is villain. what happens like, when you ugh. don't read the comics and you write them. Like, when you don't edit the it's fucking as, comics. It's as though he didn't read 
any of Immortal Hulk. He was like, fuck this. I'm not going to waste my time reading this series that came before me yeah. before writing this thing. And it's like, I'm going to retread a bunch of the same stuff, only make it worse and not very in, not very engaging. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm whatever, don't know. I don't have any insider knowledge, but whoever's editing Hulk was like, hey, Donny Cates is hot now. Hey, you want to pitch right. Hulk? Yeah, okay, yeah. sure. I'm going to make it be a spaceship and blah, blah, blah. Okay, sounds good. And then they get six yeah. months into it and they're like, oh, wait, you're going to use his dad? Oh, we just did you read the last series like motherfuck yeah, and then yeah. and then he's like well i don't want to do this anymore i'm going to do creator own because i don't want to be stifled creatively by the big corporations yeah right whatever i'm i'm sorry <laughs> i just like if you want me to sh- i mean whatever I, i'll shit no. talk people who make bad comics i don't care no i mean honestly donny cates deserves it for this it's not very good and he also really- his big idea for venom making him like a space god i'm i know people yeah, liked it I but think- like i just think it's like it, it i read some article online about how marvel confirms that eddie brock will never be venom again and i'm like you expect people to buy that shit that's not fucking real of course he's gonna be venom again he's venom you fucking idiots like fuck you don't try to sell me a fucking shit sandwich like it's fucking i mean i'm mixing metaphors here but it's just like don't people are dumb if they fucking listen to that shit it's like and it's nothing against like the kid it's nothing i actually really liked See, I, the I, kid. Really, I think that's the best. The best part of Venom is the kid. Yeah, I think, I think the kid. Well, okay, the kid and the cat, Sleeper and uh, Sleeper and, and Brock's kid. Exploring like. the interplanetariness of the symbiote is a cool idea. It, having him yeah. have a kid is a cool idea. The idea that the kid is the kid of Eddie Brock and the symbiote is pretty cool. Yes, like the thing that's not cool, like is his total disregard for storylines that came before this and guardians of the galaxy fixed the symbiotes in such a way that it was so fucking smart and i loved that storyline so much they go to the planet of the symbiotes they bring venom when he was venom space knight oh yeah yeah when that in that story arc in the guardians book they bring him to clintar or whatever however you say it and all of the symbiotes are normal. They're all sane and they're all decent. And it's like, the thing is that when you remove them, they go insane. The, when they're removed from the collective, they go crazy. And the longer they're gone, the crazier they get. And so Venom was starting to lose his mind and he was starting to become violent again. And so bringing him back to the planet and merging him with the, with the hive mind cured his insanity. And like, so he needs to go back to the planet every now and again, whatever you could cure carnage by sending him back there or whatever. Mm. It's just being away from being separated from the hive makes them crazy. And that story arc was so cool because it gave, it gave them some place to go with it. Right. And then they were like, it's like, no, Donny Cates is famous and people yeah. care about him. So, oh, now fuck it's that now Eddie line. Brock is the is is rewriting creation with yeah, this. Yeah. It's just like, come on. Like, and that's OK. Listen, I know this thing. This podcast shouldn't go yeah, on forever, no, but true. that is the problem with Donny Cates. Just I'm going to very quickly. It's the fact that his one thing, his one trick is unreeling a concept to its absolute ultimate end. And the problem with going to the absolute ultimate end is that now there's no place for the character to fucking go in the middle. Yeah. Once you've gone, oh, if and you he's dial gone, it back, then it's forever, like, oh, then it's, you just like reverse, like now you're just treading water or whatever. It's like, okay, so Venom stopped a mugger. We already know that he's going to be the last person left alive in the entire universe, and his <laughs> his genetics will be the codex for all living beings, and he will fight the uh, what is it eternity? Yeah. At the end of at the end of all things, it will be he will be the avatar of life. Well, and then all, but then then also like all of these stories will contradict themselves because right. like in Immortal Hulk, then the Hulk was the end of all things, and it's like how many end of all things is right. there going to be? Like you know, is there like an end of all and things? That's the Hulk, end of all things, you know, right. whatever. And it's just like you know, it is like you, you go too. Co- it's it's too easy to go too cosmic. Yeah. Whereas like you know, 
I was reading a Silver Age Supergirl series that uh, I found this three-parter, like a 60s, like, Supergirl. She just, like, goes into this alternate dimension. There's this guy called Dr. Supernatural there, and he has this thing called an execution buzzard, which has polarized legs. And if you touch both legs at the same time, you become disintegrated. Um, And it's just like, okay. But then it's like... I need one of those. It's just done. Oh, the execution buzzard. If James Gunn, like I literally tweeted at James Gunn. I never do that stuff. I was like, James Gunn, here's a picture of the execution buzzard. You need to use this guy. <laughs> I can't is, remember exactly I mean, what I said. But. That's worth that's worth tweeting at somebody for. Uh, anyway. That's awesome. We, okay. are, we are at age, so yeah, we yeah. should probably get back on track. Uh, so I hate Fairyland, and I am Batman, and... I Am Batman was the final issue and definitely the best issue of the series so nice. far. Like, it was super readable, and I really mm-hmm. like the that this issue. Like, if it was more like that, I would have checked it out more often. Icon and Hardware is out. Too many artists. Yeah, uh, honestly, I, I've... I like the I like the idea I was psyched for it and then it's just like it's like two there's like three different artists and they all have different styles and it's just kind of like eh. there's kind of a consensus that they have been like that DC was like agreed to do a milestone thing and then we're like let's kind of half-ass everything and it's just it hasn't been very good I just I feel like it's like become like a pilot program for new talent and I'm fine with that but it's like make it be like consistent like I don't like don't hype a new issue number one of this yep. great storyline and then like it it's like just hard to read because it goes and from like sh- i mean boom studio style right. to like dennis cowan to like and it's it's, it's if that's it was, their thing that's what they should do they should say we'll do that, an anthology they should say that that's what this is that it's like it's a it's a starter program for artists or something or like a, I, mean, I feel like it kind of they had like this whole thing in all the dc know, books where they were like here's the milestone um project or something and it was like here's this person and they had like teams like that they were associated with different milestone characters and interesting i huh. mean there's some great art in, Absolutely. in, the, in those comics yeah, yeah. no for sure totally anyway. uh we have uh image 30th anniversary anthology number 10 Ooh, this one was rough because each there's like a million stories in it it's like each huh. one is just like two pages so it's like there was one it was like uh a series I collect and I was like oh man I should and it's like I'm not gonna buy this for two pages of a comic I collect when it's like That's filled with weird. other stories when you that know are that comics just I don't collect some other way too yeah what was it I don't remember anyway uh okay also uh I should take a break here because I don't think on the uh on the podcast I've mentioned this but we are now making shirts for Bill Sinkevich oh yeah I saw uh, that on the Instagram. And so we were making the fuck AI shirts based on his drawing of the seven fingered AI. I love that shirt, uh, that design. That's I was so cool. How did that come about? Uh, very strange. One of my friends was like, Bill Sinkevich is asking about people who make t-shirts and fulfill them. Uh, you should talk to him. And I was like, hey, I do this and I have a comic shop. And he was like, DM me. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, here's my phone number. And I was like, okay. And then I talked to fucking Bill Sinkevich for like four hours about t-shirts. Crazy. And I was super happy to have definitive. I've never had definitive proof that his name is Bill Sinkevich. Oh, it's definitely Sinkevich. <laughs> I just, I can't help it. It's one of those names. It's so fucking... Did you ask him? I did not, but his... Uh, he said his, his assistant for 30 years uh, was on a call with us, uh. and she said his name, and I was like, thank God. You should have said, Mr. Sinkowitz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that... <laughs> Click. <laughs> I used to call him Bill Sawatsawats when uh, in the eighties when I read New Mutants. I mean, Jesus, that name is so hard. I had. It's to actually s- not that hard, but you have to hear it's pronounced. Well, uh, r- oh no, it's not hard to, to it's not say once you, once you know it is. Yeah, it's hard to spell when you're trying to think of it off the top of your head because oh, I kept yeah. having to do it for like little, like for all the blurbs and things. I was like typing it out, and I'm like. Nope, I'm just yeah. fucking cutting and pasting this. I'm going to screw this up. I post enough about comics online that I can spell it. Like, I can actually, like, oh. just, like, without, like, checking, I can spell it. But either way, it was very, very exciting. Because yeah, that's cool. Because he is, uh, like I said to, actually, I said to his assistant, or his uh, his art rep, I guess, is who it is, not his assistant. 
uh, I was like, listen, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of artists in the world that I would get intimidated around. He's one of them. He's one <laughs> of the few that I'd be like, God damn it, man. Like, yeah. there's nobody who like a lot of the people who I think of as iconic or uh, like classic or, you know, the legends of of art. A lot of them like lost their mojo along the way, yeah, no, you know, like him. when they were in his at his point in his career, they were half the artist. They were at the peak. Sienkiewicz might be the best he's ever been right now. He might be the best version of himself that he's been ever. He seems to keep fucking improving. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple that are that are still like continually Art Adams is another one. Art Adams is somebody else who I would be intimidated by. Sure, yeah. It's mostly people who worked on auxiliary X-Men titles, I guess. <laughs> uh, New Mutants and Excalibur. <laughs> Those yeah. two guys. I mean, the Art Adams Excalibur stuff is just still some of my favorite. Yeah, I those his oh. X Men annuals were like oh, so, the first X Men yeah. comics that like I really got into. Yep, I was and Longshot. I was super into Longshot. That isn't even like the best Art Adams by, like, kind of. It's like creatively, it's a great series. I love it, but like, it's he got so much better than he was on that. Obviously, that oh yeah, nineteen eighty four. Um, there's someone else who's still. I can't. Th- oh, Jerry Ordway is another Jerry one who Ordway just like has not really lost good. a fucking yeah, yeah. step. That is true. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So there are a few, but um, but yeah, Sinkevich, he's my guy. So he's you're doing multiple shirts. For I'm him. doing I'm doing these two, and if they do well, oh, so what's the other one? Uh, I'm doing the well, fuck they're, AI. They're they're both the fuck AI. There are two uh, different versions two different of versions. the design. Okay, yeah. But uh, but if they do well, who knows? Hopefully, we'll continue yes. to do this if he's happy with how it goes. So fingers crossed. So are those already available to purchase? They are already available to purchase on the website and in store. I don't know that I have one on display yet, but uh, I will. Cool. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Inkblot Volume 2 is out. Oh, that's a cute one. It that's a big adorable. eyed cat. It's a big, like, completely psychotic looking cat that travels through time hmm. uh, or space. Uh, Invincible Iron Man Number 3 is out. I did good. not read this, I but love I love the art, but it's good. I love this book. Uh, yeah, the first two like the issues art. have been great for me. Like I've yeah. been digging it. Uh, Iron Man volume four source control is out. Excuse I don't know. Me. That was the, uh, that was that Hellcat. Yeah. Series. Dance that was lot. not as good as I'd hoped it would be. Uh, it yeah. Was, it was like basically like a Corvac sequel. Ultimately. Yeah. But it was, it was one of those things where they went back to basics, which I really enjoyed. Like the first couple issues, I was like, okay, this is really, we're really getting somewhere. And then it kind of fell apart. Unfortunately. Uh, Kaya number five is out. Love it. Last barbarians. Number one is out. This is going to be a bunch of people's favorite comics. It is not mine. It is Brian Haberlin, and he is a fan base. Yeah. It, some people are going to be absolutely head over heels for this thing. This just is not my style of comic or, and not, I'm just not a high fantasy person, period. It definitely throws in some of that critical role stuff that makes people happy. There's an adorable talking animal. Uh, there's there's definitely lots of stuff to like about this. I mean, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be somebody's favorite book. Uh, Lazarus, Dark Planet, Fate Planet of One Shots. It's called the DC Universe Lazarus Planet, Dark Fate. Dark Lazarus Fate, and it planet. has the first new Doom Patrol content in years, and I give it a thumbs up. It's got um, chainsaw fingers in it. Uh, the chainsaw nun, <laughs> the chainsaw yeah, nun, the yeah. new uh, new crazy Jane <laughs> persona. Um, also, um, the first appearance of Beast Girl. Okay. Um, the new member. There's also like a new. Uh, there's a new trans trans character, character debuting, and yeah. and it's kind of like a new version of the turtle, but like what? Wait, yeah. which the turtle? The slowing down, the, slowing, the flash turtle? Well, okay, because Jeff Johns made everything super dumb. Uh, now there's the thing called the still force, yes, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like the turtle, yep. and she. Oh yeah, she taps uh, into the still force. They All right, are, sorry, they they Fuck. are. Uh, oh my god, what is it? 
the fuck is the name? Circuit Breaker. Circuit Breaker, yeah. That's but the they used the Still Force to disrupt. I didn't, honestly, I didn't super depth read it. Um, but then there's also another new character that's a new magic character. Um, and they're bringing back, in title only, uh, the Spirit World series, hmm. which was a Jack oh, Kirby yeah. series. Um as a like an imprint and that stars also cassandra kane batgirl um but there's a new character in that too called the envoy Hmm. so first appearance of the envoy and first appearance of circuit breaker and then the new doom patrol which is what i'm the most excited about and then also there's a huntress story and then there's two huntresses in dc now and i don't know why someone thought that was a good idea but Apparently it is. So more um, the merrier. This is the regular Huntress that's in the film and and the one everybody likes. We've got the least we can do and Mad Magazine. It's Mad this magazine. And we have Marauders number eleven. Mm. And Marmalade Boy collection. First uh, on anime I ever saw was Marmalade Boy. Really? Yeah. I watched uh, hours of it with uh, Kim and um, never heard of it. James. James. Yeah. Uh, when they had, I, it might have been just post Phantom. No, it was before. It was either Idol Worship or Phantom Kitty. Mm. Probably Phantom Kitty days. But like they were watching it, and I sat with them nice. and watched uh, like the, uh, all of it. Whatever. This was in the nineties. Not to brag, but they're uh, customers of my comic shop now. So. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I see them in here all the time. I think that's pretty amazing. I don't know. To me, that's like one of the that's that's one of the cooler things. Dude, I did here. I uh, love that store when I was when I was first coming here. Oh yeah, that I was bought tick one through ten there. Um, yeah, as amazing. a bundle, all signed by by Ben. I I mean, obviously, like when I moved here in '95, like that was where I bought comics, and um, and I still remember when I bought the first issue of the the first Nightwing series, no, and they made man. fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was one of because I was comics, reading like Hellboy so and cool stuff, and they were like, "Oh, Nightwing, why are you doing?" And I was like, I fucking love Nightwing, man. I love it. I love that they were one of those shops. Oh yeah, they definitely were. I don't I don't subscribe to that at all. Like I I've never shamed anything for anybody for anything. I, I the one time I feel like I made a joke to somebody about a Rob Liefeld comic that I thought was like totally innocuous. This young woman from fucking Mecca, like apparently it devastated her and i was like oh my god i was just i didn't yeah. like you thought that i didn't know anything about comics and i was like no yeah. that wasn't what i said you have to you have to be really careful Fuck. about that shit i have oh, a, absolutely I, I have a friend online uh who is uh very into archie stuff that was the and- first time i ever realized that anyone gave a shit what I said. Yeah. I don't, I I just, I don't like offending people, you know, like I don't certainly have no interest in that. And I, that said, I'll shit on Rob Liefeld, the fucking cows come home, but um, right. But I mean, I wasn't, but I won't shit on someone for liking Rob. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't think that was what I did, but apparently that was how they took it. And it was, it made me very sad. (laughs) It was like, Oh no, that was exactly the opposite of what I try to do here. So so uh, this improved my, my caution about such things. Yeah. I had a a friend posted a photo of Archie, Betty and Veronica all drinking from the same cup. Yeah. And, uh, which is like an iconic thing that they do. And, um, and it because was there are dan- no diseases in uh, in Archie world. But it was I, I I did like a like an emoji like a puke face, and I was it was taken as I was shitting on right. the artist and like it really offended the person and yeah, yeah. I felt really bad about it. Like yeah, no, you're like oh we're they're gonna get sick. We're post we're just barely out of a pandemic and this totally. is like three people drinking out of the same thing. Totally same thing I would think too, and it just gets taken as something that hurts someone's feelings and yeah, yeah. it's real it's tough sometimes sometimes yeah. it's like yeah. god fucking Having toughen opinions. up a little bit and sometimes it's like yeah. the internet is full of assholes and we all need to be a little more careful <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there there were other stores i never really like i i do remember like obviously that one point of like because it stuck with me about the nightwing thing but like those guys were actually really really yeah, super cool to me <laughs> they're awesome um yeah 
What was I gonna? I don't. Really, yeah, there was something else I was. Gonna, I think you were like, gonna start talking about Marvel's voices, Wakanda Forever, number one. That's right. Um, there's a Junie Ba uh, story oh, in there. Oh, nice. Um, that's exciting. Yeah, it was cool. Unfortunately, it's like three pages of the entire thing, yeah. and I don't. Yeah, I honestly, these have just been. I feel like these have been getting worse and worse over time. I just, if you're gonna do an anthology, just the quality needs to be uniform. Like, if you're gonna mm. have like, if you're gonna charge, I mean, oh, sorry. If, with the price point being six like seven, seven, six, whatever, thing, like, man. yeah, it's Come like, on. make it all good, you know, because yeah. I'm not going to, if I only like one thing in it, then it's like, I have to come up with like reasons, rationalizations to like justify, like, you know, like this week I bought that Ramona Fredon Danger Street cover because it was yeah. like, it's Ramona Fredon. Like I, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to not buy that, but it's like, that's like a thing where it's like, okay, I paid five dollars for like this like cover you know but like i'm not gonna pay six dollars for a five page junie boss story like as much as i love yeah their art good stuff though yeah uh mary jane and black cat number three is out don't know seems weird that it's still coming out because it ties into dark web yeah it's i think which is over it's one of those things where it went a little slow. Yeah. Masters of the Universe, Masterverse number one. Holy shit. Ooh, absolutely loved it. And yeah, I am not a, a Masters of the Universe fan. This is a buy for comic fans. Hands you've down, got, yeah. You've got some amazing stuff. You've got Kelly Jones drawing Masters of the Universe, and you've got... The best... Uh, you've like got the, Sergio Aragones Sergio. doing... Uh, just craziness. Yeah. And there's also a Sergio cover, which yeah. is really good. Yeah, it was definitely amazing. I know, sorry. we're doing I'm this so way sorry. too late, now we're all exhausted. How late is it? It's not that much later than we normally are. It's 9.15. That's nah, because we were it's... rambling about Donny Cates. I know, it's time for bed. Nah. Uh, let's, let's, let's quick hit. Okay, the Morphing Power Rangers, the Mighty Ones, that's mm. out. Mint Chocolate Chip, number one, that is a manga of some description. Ah. Monica Rambeau, Photon, number three. Uh, also, Pet Peeve, miniseries with villain artists. <laughs> Come That's, on, it's come a mini on. series. I mean, listen, sometimes people get sick, shit yeah, happens, okay, but whatever. come on, man. <laughs> That's at like, least the regular artist does half of the issue, at and least, not just... At least, like, preload these by two issues, for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mostly, uh, number two. That's a good series. They mostly like come the out at issue. night. <laughs> Ooh. Mostly. And uh, we've got Murder World, Moon Knight. I found it mostly incomprehensible. Mostly murdery nemesis reloaded number two so loaded so loaded uh nightclub number three so club so clubbed uh we've got nightcrawlers number one yep it is a comic book starring many nightcrawlers starring many nightcrawlers it's one of them mash mash ya ups mash uh, up. but it's just everybody mashed up with nightcrawler for everybody's everybody's part nightcrawler because we've got these are these are some of the sins that Sinister has uh, perpetrated. Yeah, uh, his sins are making making sinister. shit tons of mutants, and we're really starting to unfortunately devolve into uh, Weapon H territory here, mm. where we've got too many mutants. Oh man, wasn't that a comic? Too many mutants. It should be. Uh, we got Parasite with a Y, the full color collection in hardcover. Mm. That is your Japanese spooky horror manga. Parker Girls, number five. That Which is, is your... basically Strangers in Paradise, but with a different title. Yeah, it's kind of... It's the same characters. Parker Girls. <laughs> I don't know. It's Terry Moore. Yep. We got a Spider-Man No Way Home pop. He's swinging on a little thing. Uh, Resident Alien Book of Love number four mm. of four. If you follow the series, there's a real cliffhanger and it is mean. <laughs> it's like the meanest thing anyone has said to another character in a comic in a long time. We've got Revolvers four of four. That is Christian Dabari's thing that he's doing with that guy from uh, I wanted to call it Mad Cow. That guy from it's Seinfeld. not Mad Cow. <laughs> it is it's a top cow. That's Mad the, cow. That's the kind of cow it is. I forgot what kind of cow. Uh, yes. And we've got Rick and Morty versus Cthulhu. I couldn't stop myself. I had kind of stopped carrying this, but there was a Cthulhu in it. What are you going to do? Yeah. 
Uh, shirtless bear fighter number two of number seven of number two okay hold on it's shirtless bear fighter two is the series and it is number seven of that and that is the last issue of this ah whoo that was hard to get through um <laughs> we got some fun dice that are all silvery fun we've, dice fun dice we've got uh spider-man number five uh, with that really weird backup so star, like what is up with weird? I'm just beside myself with how weird that backup is, and it's not—I mean, it's not like the story is that weird. It's, it's just like, why is this in here? It's weird because it's this not made? weird. That's what it is. It reminds me no, of it's, the. It's weird because it's weird, like the issue of the fucking Transformers comic when they go to a. Uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen concert like it's, that's what it reminds me of it's weird in that it's like a five page version of the meatloaf ad for like ending hunger exactly and it's just like why did you make this like why I is think this it was, in I think, here I think that was for the meatloaf one was for humongous rock star of the universe meatloaf humongous rock star of the universe that's what it's called. Oh. Uh, that's what the logo says on oh, it. Oh, I was thinking But it's, of, no, it's for UNICEF, I think. That, it was the one that was for the uh, the for Special Olympics. Was the, sure, yeah, I can't just, remember. It's there's just, just like, that panel of- Why him. won't somebody- <laughs> I know. But it's Meatloaf, humongous rock star of the universe. I'm like, like, why does he have to call him humongous? Like, why are you fat shaming Meatloaf in his own ad? <laughs> He's this like, so I just wanted to do something nice for kids who were yeah. in the Special Olympics. Uh, and like, Marvel's like, look at this fat prick. Look, it's, <laughs> it's Meatloaf, the fat Meatloaf <laughs> fatty. Oh um, my God. No, the uh, the other one that I was thinking of is the Gumby Gum Dingers ad, oh, where shit. it's just like that's like, but that's like multiple chapters or whatever. Anyway, there's this Spider-Man backup story <laughs> with Monica Rambo Photon, and they go to Sound Sounderoo Sounderoo, <laughs> and they like go see some band, and it's like for some reason called Bandaroo. Peter Parker is like, "Where's my tickets? They're under Peter Parker." And they're like, "There's no tickets for you." It's literally like a hostess ad. It's, it's like it's like a long like it's just form like, hostess ad. There's a story for why it exists, and and I'm way too preoccupied with knowing what that story is. I agree. I'll never it's, know. It's like they literally licensed something as an ad for Bonnaroo, and then Bonnaroo didn't have the money because yeah, of the pandemic, yeah. and they were like, "But none well, of the bands in it are real. Well, it's not. They were probably supposed to be, and then they had to draw them out or something. I maybe I don't know. But like, why? Why is it like in filler. here? Exactly. Why? Ah, it's so weird. I did you. I don't get it. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Spider-Man, The Lost Hunt. Yes, the true origin of Craven revealed at last. Yes. That's what it said on the cover. I didn't read it. Uh, it reveals. Because I don't like Craven, and I don't give a shit what <laughs> Nobody likes is. Craven, and nobody cares about but, it. No, everybody likes Craven. He's in a fucking every goddamn comic. But that doesn't mean Craven. I'm a huge Tiger fan. She has to fight Craven like every other issue. I'm like, could she fight someone else besides Craven? I just don't feel like anyone cares about Craven. I feel like Craven is. Craven to me is the Riddler of the Spider Man. But he's got like four kids. They're all called Craven. They're all in comics. He's Craven, Craven, Craven. He's everywhere. Uh, I don't know. People must like him. But I don't. Craven, that Spider Man. Um, <laughs> Craven more appearances in Marvel Comics. We got Star Trek Resurgence number four. We've got Star Wars number thirty-one. Uh and we've got what is this thing? Uh Star Wars Bounty Hunters. Cool. Uh number thirty one of that too. And we have a great kids comic called Super Pancake. Ooh. I feel for this poor pancake because their hair is actually syrup and it seems to slough off them <laughs> as they this fly. One. It does Gross. it does seem to be a problem for this poor pancake. I don't know I don't know hmm. if if he's losing brain matter as the as the oh. syrup sloughs off his head, but mm-hmm. it's very sad. Uh either way, uh let me just tell you self regenerating hair. I'd, gotta, I'd take it. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh Swamp Thing, Green Hell number two. Yeah. Loved it. Number two finally out. I know. After a year. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, this is great. I love Doug Monk. I do too. I this was I mean, this was just the kind of Swamp Thing comic that I wanted to read. It's very, very more like dark horror swamp thing than like I mean, he always obviously was horror, but like yeah. or at least like at a certain point from that. But like 
this is a little bit more in the vein of like horror movie horror yeah, as yeah. opposed to like yep. spooky shit. Yep. It's definitely, it's less of the vertigo type of horror and more of just like a straight up horror story. Yeah. Uh, it's very, it, it's not, it's Jeff Lemire. So it's, you know, it is what it is. He's not very into making it ultra complicated. Uh-uh. Uh, no, it reads pretty well. It's in the future. Swamp Thing has mutated some offsprings. Yep. Constantine is there as he'll, he's an old. But the only thing that matters is there's an introduction at the end that made yeah. me super happy. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. This is, a, I mean, it's not a new character, but it's a character who has aged up since we last saw them. Yeah. And it, it's... It's great. I've become more badassified. And honestly, like just looking at that character and the way that they're designed and the way that they they portrayed this, all I want is that comic book. I want that character to have their own book or start showing up somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a spoiler, so we can't talk about it, but God damn it. <laughs> it would be fun. Because well, Lemire is done with DC forever after this. so Yeah, somebody could take it, though. Somebody could. Take it and run with it. Uh, TMNT, we got the Armageddon game. We also have Amazing Spider-Man Hobgoblin trade paperback. Goblin. Uh, We've got the Sandman uh, fifth book, which is Overture and uh, some other miscellaneous stuff in those big oversized Sandman editions. Uh, We love it five ever. There's the regular ongoing TMNT number 137. Nice. We got Tokyo Aliens trade pa- uh, uh, trade paperback. Sure, why not? Fucking right. call it that. Sure. Uh, volume two, and we have Torrent number one. Uh, this did was pretty good. It? I did read it. It's I did uh, not. it is a dark superhero. So basically, uh, this the Torrent. I don't know if that's the name of the character. I don't think so. She's got a just like crime buster or something like that. Yeah, She's sure. like a straightforward. Uh, superhero and then there's this like super speed kid that like wants to be her sidekick and then this bad guy figures out her identity and uh, executes her family in front of her and she goes on a murderous rampage to find him and it's it was pretty good nice pretty good uh, we've got Mark Guggenheim if you're familiar with that uh, writer for uh, comic book and television I am familiar with that writer uh, Vampire Slayer aka Buffy number 11 Mm, that's the paper smells so weird i'm sorry so it's just like it was does. like oh i really it's need to so check this out weird. and i was like oh it stinks feels like you are being poisoned by it yep uh walking dead number 57 is a comic book that is out <laughs> again uh for the 400th time uh remember when it came out weekly now uh-huh. it's coming out monthly <laughs> uh wasp 2 wasp is good i like it it's one of the... F- I, I bought three Marvel comics this week, and one of them was Wasp. Nice. What is the furthest place from here, number this 11? This book got fucking <laughs> weird, man. I love it. Real love weird. There's weird a lady fucking a guy, and she's wearing a beaver mask <laughs> and nothing but bandages, and it's like, what's going on? I don't know. It's I mean, weird. Wherever she's... I mean, she's probably from but whatever that is the like, tribe of the beaver... No, it's like a group of wilderness-dwelling post-apocalyptic people who all wear animal masks. There's like a lion guy and a couple other different... But the beaver lady is like... It's a little on the nose, but it's like a goofy beaver mask. So it's just really... It's like an image that doesn't... It's not going to leave you once you see it. It, It's going to be with me for a long time. Nice. What about White Savior, number two? Didn't read it. Okay. What about Wild Cats? I did read it. Number four. It was fine. I, I didn't, you know, it's not a comic I'm going to buy, but it's fine. What about Grifter? He grifts in it. He does dies Grifter, in it. Does oh, Grifter ever. I didn't ever, say that. I does, didn't say it. He dies in it. Does Grifter ever grift? Um, I think he was known for grifting once. Well, okay. Hence cool. the name. I, I just know him from he, shooting guns. He shoots. I think it, it's better than shoot gunner. <laughs> gun shooter. Is, gun shooter. I think I they would've... do have a guy called Gunfire in DC <laughs> that just his power is to make anything into a gun. Well, I'm just going to say that maybe we should talk about changing his name to Gun Shooter. Gun Shooter. Yeah. Because that seems to be all he does. He has that cool mask, though. He does. It's, it is. I will give him that. That mask is pretty cool. That fucking design is genius. Yeah, it's cool. I like it's, it's crazy that that Tur- took- turns out Jim Lee's actually a pretty good artist. <laughs> Is that true? I don't know. I think it's true. I like Jim it. Lee. I do too. I'm obviously kidding. I think he's amazing. 
Uh, Wolverine, number 30. Uh, if you want to see Beast be even more of a motherfucker <laughs> than he's been in a long time. It's like, so crazy. This fucking series, hate it. This wow. series is basically like... Um, what was that one that had uh, the the Avatar artist, where they just killed Wolverine over and over again? Yeah, it was like it was called like I think this is the same artist. It's like John Juan Jose Reap. Juan Jose Reap. Yeah, he drew yeah, this. Yeah. It was uh, maybe it was the best there is or uh, something like well, he that. He drew this comic. Yeah, yeah, and it was literally like Wolverine in a pit, and they would just like throw diseases on him. And like watch him recover from super Ebola and then shoot him with machine guns and then burn him and just do terrible things to him over and over again, just torturing him in a pit. And it was like, guys, stop. Yeah, yeah. I don't really need this isn't an enjoyable comic book reading experience. (laughs) Although I will say, uh, like, you know, obviously the inevitable will, you know, eventually Beast will be back and no acting normal again. But um but this was one of had one of the more cathartic moments that uh, I've seen in the recent beast developments. And the, uh, the pim particle variant is pretty great. I didn't see it. It has a tiny little Wolverine murdering rats. Oh, nice. (laughs) Just gory rat murder. Excellent. Uh, Wonder woman volume three, the villainy of our fears. I don't know what that one is. It sounds really vague. <laughs> it's Wonder Woman, The Vague Adventures. <laughs> Wonder Woman, words. Uh, <laughs> Wonder X-Men. Woman, stuff gets done. <laughs> X-Men 19. Yes, they fight the brood, just like in Captain Marvel, but with different characters and different brood. Dumb oh, brood. there's a real weird uh, Corsair fucking brood shit in that. Oh, man, it's oh, weird. Corsair. He's, he's got a brood baby. <laughs> and he gives birth. Is that like a bread baby? <laughs> it's like a brood baby. It's literally like he's pregnated with a brood. Aww. It's crazy. There's like a birthing scene. It's crazy. Did they have a gender reveal party or anything? No, they literally cut it out of him. It's gross. Maybe that was the gender reveal party. Maybe it was. If the it, gender was they killed it immediately. If it set fire to a forest, then it was probably. <laughs> I'm a sorry. That was a party. sort of a spoiler for X Men. I apologize. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that they kill it. It's a brood. That's kind of what you yeah, do I with mean, them. That's like yeah, the whole storyline. I feel like the brood should be killed just for fucking messing with those space whales. Absolutely. Like, like, Fuck that. Literally the only those like whales. Remember when Storm was a space whale? I do. Cool. And I feel like I feel like just in general, the X-Men should have at that point gone through space to hunt down and exterminate the brood just for what they were doing to those space whales. Absolutely. One of my favorite uh, Dwayne McDuffie damage control lines was uh, like there's a there's a comic where the X uh, d- damage control comic where the X-Men are in it and uh, and Storm. I can't remember exactly what she says, but something about like once I was a space or she's like, this is weirder than that time I was a space whale. And, and then there's like a editorial note that's like this really happened. It's an X-Men number, whatever. <laughs> Smiling Sam's <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, weirder than that time I was a space whale. Uh, Extreme X-Men. Is Claremont three. X-Men. Yes. If you're hankering for that. If you're hankering for a hunk of cheese. Then you should go to the cheese store. I mean, also Extreme X-Men is a hunk of cheese as well. Um, yeah, except for it's made of paper. Oh, true. True. It's, can't not, eat. it's, not, it's metaphorical cheese. You can't eat it. Um, and that is it. That's what we got. We got those things. So support my dumb Kickstarter and yeah, do uh, it. and uh, do there's other a, do other dumb things. There's a, there's a QR code. Yeah, yeah. We have it in the store, nah. and it's up on the website too. I'm sure. QR so, that shit. So QR that shit helps us out. Put some money in and, the kitty. Uh, yeah, all those things, and we will uh, and also follow us and buy stuff. So yes, Coast City Comics please. at Coast City Comics and CoastCityComics.com. Yes. At Dollar Binge for Bob. I don't sell anything, but you can look at fun panels there. Yes, and that is good, too. And uh, there you go. Thank you so much, and we will see you next week. Good night. Bye. Bye.